Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. Hey, I recognize that music. Now, now you can't tap oh. on the table. It's like an earthquake. <laughs> do, you, do you need a mount it? Or? I'm not going to record the whole thing. Okay. Maybe just here and there and everywhere. Yeah, they can't hear that. I know. Well, you stick it over there, you could. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They don't need to hear. They don't care. But they're going like, what are they talking about? What music are you talking about? What are you hearing? What you guys saying? What, what's he talking about? What's hey, there? somebody answer that phone. Phone ringing. Hey. Hey, Todd. Hello, Curtis. We're back for another episode of the 70s Buzz Podcast. Boys are back in time, boy. And uh, doing a little behind-the-scenes video here. So we'll have that online somewhere. Well, I don't know where. Who knows? Somewhere. I'm, somewhere. One of them, I'm one of them social media sites. Yes. Somewhere. Maybe on TikTok. That's what I'm looking for a TikTok moment. There you so, go. Yeah, yeah Twitter on TikTok. And then... Uh, like You can't tag people on TikTok. I think you can... Oh, really? You can hashtag... But you can't tag? Yeah, I don't. Do we need a 70s Buzz podcast TikTok account? Yeah. I can't even update my own, let alone that one. You'd have yeah. to update it. I can do that. I could do that. I'm sure for, sure for, sure for far, far behind on my other accounts. Easy for you to say. Exactly. Welcome, everyone, to the 70s Buzz podcast. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for the feedback. We've been getting more emails, more comments, more show suggestions you guys go over to itunes and leave us a comment a star rating or the best thing you could do subscribe 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 we're like what'd you just tell me over eighty-two thousand mm-hmm. downloads i mean it's not like a million but it's not like yeah. eight not like joe rogan sorry yeah and so we were talking earlier real quick off subject um about how if you get into the itunes podcasting app you kind of see the same shows over and over, and it's hard for a new show to break in. But once you break in and people start seeing your, your uh, album, I guess we call it album art, um, then you start to build an audience a lot quicker, but it's making that breakthrough. According to the gurus, getting on there is having a really big uh, amount of subscribes subscribers yeah all of a sudden or just an overall so so the more you guys subscribe the better off uh, we're going to be so yeah and this is free and don't so. subscribe just once subscribe often <laughs> <laughs> just like when you're an election in chicago yeah yeah oh yeah so, yeah, so. Now, actually you can only subscribe once right Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Per account. So you guys could always open up multiple iTunes accounts and subscribe <laughs> multiple times if you yeah, wanted. Because you ain't got nothing better to do than you to support it. us. That's right. But anyway, yeah. you guys, thanks for checking in. And tonight we are doing. We're doing sports. Yeah, everybody's. <laughs> the people that have been with us for a long time are chuckling right now. They're like, like oh, oh boy, this God. should be fun. Todd's going to screw up on all mm, kinds of this stuff. This is going to be fun. So, but uh, yeah, the, but there's a reason we're doing so. And don't. 
if you're if you're not a sports fan or or whatever, don't check out right now. No, go no, ahead, no, no, go no, ahead no. and listen come, to the episode come because back, come back, come back. we're going to try to make this about the '70s and and our memories of uh, the subject tonight. So I'm going to throw it out there. We're doing there. we're doing Super Bowls, Super Bowls, Super Bowls of the 1970s, and the reason uh, Kansas City. Going to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, it's first time in what'd you say? Fifty like years. years Fifty years. So Kansas City last time they went was nineteen seventy, and they actually won uh, the nineteen seventy Super Bowl. And so here they are going back again. Uh, so let's. Uh, I guess we'll we'll just kind of get into the thick of the show. But why why is my thing not working? Anyway, go ahead. I don't I'm know. Sorry. When you look, <laughs> yeah. At uh, all the Super Bowls, mm-hmm. which started, I think, what? Now, I could get this wrong. Uh-oh. People are going to scream and yell. Somewhere in the late, I'm just going to, in the late 60s. The Super Bowl started in the late 60s. It, well, they weren't called the Super Bowl, though, in the late 60s. What'd they call them? Uh, it was the NFC, AFC Championship or something like that. Uh-oh. It didn't officially be start being called the Super Bowl. Here's a fun fact for you. Until 1970. 67. Yeah, okay, so 67 was the first one. So anyway, um, when you look back at all of the Super Bowls, the best Super Bowls were in the 70s. Oh, yeah, well, best and, everything. And why, Mr. Wheeler? Were the Super Bowls the best in the 70s? Because it was the greatest decade known to man! Yes, it was. Pardon me. Yeah, so, so we're going to kind of go over our memories of the Super Bowls. Yeah. Turn that off for a sec. Um, so, so uh, in all transparency, I am not an NFL fan anymore. I don't really watch the NFL. I'm a, I'm still a sports fan. I love football, but I watch college football. Yeah, and so I, I do not watch the NFL much. Uh, whether I'm going to see this year's uh, Super Bowl or not, I don't know. But in the 1970s, I was a huge Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, you just <laughs> broke your. <laughs> phone trying to video look at that that ought to be hey that could be a tiktok moment right there i'm gonna put it on here after a while anyway I'll check okay so out. um so growing up in oklahoma back scratcher uh yeah <laughs> so here's how we relate super boy you just tore that all up i wish i had my video on so they know what the heck you're doing over there sorry guys. todd is destroying a selfie stick yeah, well. i mean literally you just destroyed it i didn't mean to anyway go ahead I'm okay sorry. so uh Today, not so much an NFL fan. No. 1970s, a huge NFL yeah. fan. Well, it's different. Well, different. Yeah. Totally different. And so, so growing up in Oklahoma, we, we, have, we never had a professional sports team until several, a couple of years ago, we got the Thunder basketball. That's, that's our only professional sports team. So we've never had a professional football team never. in Oklahoma. So Probably won't either. In the 70s and even today, if you live in Oklahoma, unless you're from somewhere else or you have relatives or something, most people in Oklahoma follow one of two teams. Kansas City or Dallas. Dallas Cowboys or Kansas City Chiefs, exactly. And so this year, Kansas City Chiefs have made it into the Super Bowl, but in the 1970s, there was two prominent teams throughout the 70s, and it was the Cowboys. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. And, the, of course, the <clears throat> Pittsburgh Steelers won uh, more of the game, more of the Super Bowls in the 70s, but Dallas was a close second. So so we grew up uh, watching lots of uh, Dallas 
really that's all we watched was yeah. Dallas. If, if if Dallas wasn't playing, we weren't watching football yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, back in the day. It was Roger Staubach and Terry Bradshaw. Yep, basically, yeah. So, and it reminds me of in the '80s. It was the Lakers versus the Celtics. It was kind of the same. It was kind of a cool rivalry. Every couple of years, they would both meet, and one year one would win, one right. year the other would win. So, right. yeah, and and then okay, so and then to explain to everybody why explain I personally am not a big fan of the NFL or professional sports anymore is because of all the team jumping. Yeah. Um. Back in the 1970s, when you liked the Cowboys, you literally had Tom Landry mm-hmm. with a hat, Roger Staubach until he retired, yep. um, Tony Dorsett really mm-hmm. almost until he retired. I mean, Emmett, almost Emmett every, Smith. Uh, well, he was later. Oh, was he? But um, you know, and we'll get into the you know Mean Joe Green from uh, Pittsburgh. We'll get into some of the bigger the big name players, but they all seem to stay with their team from start to finish. I don't know what the percentage, I'd say like 90% of the time. Whereas today you follow a team and the players there for two years and they go to another team, the coach goes to another team. And so you're not really following a team of players. You're following a logo and a franchise with your city's name on it. So, um, so I've kind of got disillusioned with that and kind of gave up on, uh, all the Dallas players jump into other teams and blah, blah, blah. And so I, yeah. so anyway, that's why I like, but it's even happening now in freaking college football. Is it? You know, well, look at, uh, oh, yeah. All of the, every, Hurst. every last OU football quarterback that was a Heisman Trophy candidate or one was from a different school. They've all transferred <laughs> to OU. So it, you know, that's even happening. And then coaches are doing a lot of hopping around and even college football. So it's not, to me, the heyday of the NFL literally was the 70s. I don't, you know, I was looking at some of the numbers, um, you know, and it depended on the stadium, but, you know, about 80,000 fans would go to the Super Bowls. Yeah, and back then they were almost entirely open outdoor stadiums. Yeah, and, you know, and we're talking in the 70s. I mean, you know, it was a lot of travel. People don't have as much money. Uh, and so the crowds going to the Super Bowls now aren't really any bigger unless the stadium's a lot bigger, but it's kind of stayed the same around, you know. So anyway, so so they were selling out stadiums back then in the 70s because, again, I, I literally think, and I don't know what the numbers on television and this and that were, but I think, to me, the NFL was bigger than baseball. You know, they say oh, yeah. base, baseball is America's sport or whatever. No, no. I think football in the 70s was way bigger than baseball. Yeah. I mean, it was it was the heyday. And, and I don't – I was going to look it up, and I haven't – I didn't find out, but, uh, you know, of course, the Dallas Cowboys were called America's team, Mm -hmm. you know. So, anyway, so cool thing for us, of course, um, (laughs) was having the Dallas Cowboys down there in Dallas. And so, so if you're – we're up in northwest Oklahoma, and it's – today, it's about, what, four and a half hour. You could get to the stadium in about four and a half hours from our hometown. Yeah. 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 Back in the day, it was probably a five, five and a half hour because the speed limit was 55. Um, I can't drive. So have you ever gone? Have you ever been to a Dallas? Never been to a have you, have you Have you ever been to a Super Bowl? No, Lord, no. Okay, I've never been to a Super Bowl, uh, but I have been to a Dallas football game. Yeah, I've never been to a pro football game. Okay. and I But I went – I think they were playing Green Bay at the old stadium. I've never been to the new stadium. They got a new stadium. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, that's dude. right. Uh, Jerry Jones yeah. built a new stadium. Oh, yeah. Big big dude. With the gigantic – Big, jumbo, yeah. jumbo, big, Tron. yeah, as big as the state of Oklahoma, I think. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, 
Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the Super Bowl and watching football. And for us, you know, in the 70s, of course, we didn't have electronic devices. We didn't have video games. There was only three channels on TV. So what did we do? Like kids, we went out and played. Yeah. One of the big things that we did was a thing called Kill the Man with the Ball. <laughs> well, that's not what we called it. Well, we, yeah. we actually did call it Kill the Man with the Ball. Oh. Now, there was another term for it, which I was debating whether to say it on. I'm not going to say it. You can nah, say it. I don't want to say it. It's, you know, I think a lot of you out there smear the, you yeah. know, you probably know. But we, we actually called it Kill the Man with the Ball. I don't know where we came up with that name or if that was we were the only ones. But um, Central Christian Church. On Broadway, so almost all of us in our gang in the '70s lived on West Broadway. There was a big church, and it had a big grass field—not really field, but grass spot next to the church on Broadway. And that's where we played "Kill the Man with the Ball." So basically, you'd have like four, five, six guys. Um, you'd throw the ball up in the air, and one guy would grab it, and it was, you know, basically from one sidewalk to the other sidewalk. And whoever got the ball tried to run. And make it to the other sidewalk, and the other guys try to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Just tackle him. Just tackle him. And then I can't remember, once you got tackled, I think you had to stand up and throw the ball behind you, and then... Very rugby-ish. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was more almost like rugby than, than football. Because, yeah, and, and we would actually play football where we'd have... But you had to have so many guys. You had right. to have, like, eight guys to play a decent game right. of football. And we usually only had, like, four or five. Right. And so, we yeah, it was more like more like a rugby kill... kill Kill the man with the ball. Yep. So anyway, so yeah, so football was was kind of big for us in in yeah. the seventies. Uh, now, now it's soccer. Well, <laughs> you know, even ba- you know, well, they've had all the controversy in football with this and that, and oh. I think it's I think it's kind of made a resurgence uh, this year for some reason because I remember the last two years. Oh, I'm boycotting <laughs> football. I'll never go to. I'll never watch it. And then all of a sudden, all, my, all the people that I kind of remember saying that yeah. are like all Chiefs fans right now. And <laughs> I'm like, hey, what happened to you guys? Never watching NFL football again? You uh, know, uh, football for me back in the '70s was watching. It was little league football. Watching the guys play at the field down the road. You oh know, yeah, at Waller Field, and. And listening to uh, when I was younger, like in grade school, I could hear the junior high team out there practicing on the field, and you'd hear those the shoulder pads uh-huh. clacking together. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was the goalpost, which is gone now. Yeah, because we... it's a soccer field now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, listening listening to the coaches yelling and the whistles and the the pads clacking and the, that that was that was football to me. Um, didn't get into the pro football till well till the seventies. I mean, that this would have been late sixties, early seventies with the the little league stuff. But yeah, uh, mid seventies. But I did notice they're starting to bring little league teams back on Waller Field. I think it's some of the dads that are like, well, probably a little bit younger than us that are having kids, and and they're. Well, they're, I think they're trying to build up the football again in in Enid to try to get the kids into it younger so we can build because our our <laughs> high school football team is awful I hate to admit that on a national podcast but uh, we've had a little trouble and they're trying to rebuild the program from the ground up boy you're not liking that I cannot drink tea that over tea. there I made it worse okay I did it. Um, so so now that you mentioned that now you never played football though right no because because and I've, and I've told you this in the past I would go down there and watch the Knights play uh-huh um, and it was a, it was a, it wasn't a school team. It was a, what would you, what do you call it when it's city a, league, city league team. And, um, Mark, 
man, can he was on it and all that stuff. And I'll never forget Coach Campbell. He was mean. He would cuss at those guys, and uh, he would grab their face mask and yank him around. So I'm sitting around my bike watching my friends get tossed around by get, the coach and, and and just berated and and cussed at. I'm like, why? I build character, man. It's why? character. I have a lot of character. Build character. <laughs> well, not back then. You didn't. Well, absolutely. <laughs> well, probably not. No. Okay. But, so so. So Staten and I went from McKinley to junior high in what at seventy six, seventy seven, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, we go to sign up for junior high, and we go into the cafeteria, and they've got football sign up, and we're looking at each other like, "We going to do this? We going to do this? I don't know. I don't know." So we 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 just took a leap of faith, and so we signed up for football. So my one and only year of football was seventh grade football at Waller Junior High. Yeah. And so we got on the team. Um, so I grew up without a dad. Right. So I think that that led partly to me not having a lot of confidence in sports and, and re- literally at that point not knowing. It was, it, was, it was just when we were starting to get into Dallas Cowboy football. Mm-hmm. And so I, I literally didn't probably know the, even the rules or even how football right. worked. But I, I signed up for the team, and I was a skinny kid. Yeah. I was a timid, skinny junior high kid uh anyway so signed up for football and uh yeah i got knocked around and and now the thing about staten was he was he was way shorter than me and just as skinny but he could run fast right i couldn't run fast as fast as him i i was more of a marathon i could have been in a marathon he was a sprinter but so anyway so he did a little better uh but we didn't get to play a whole bunch uh every now and then we got to play in a game but uh, so that was my so after that you know the whole thing like you say it was Go to school right after school. Go to football practice, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm tired of this, you know. And I never get to play. Why am I here for an hour or two hours worth of practice? And I never get yeah. to play. So yeah, so that was my career. It was yeah. seventh grade, and then neither one of us went back for eighth grade. I think we started getting in. I think we were starting to let our hair grow and getting into music and yeah. and the whole band thing was yeah. kind of yeah. more more on our. Th- yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, so yeah, so one year of football for me. I, now I played Little League Baseball all growing up. So I was more of a baseball guy and just, yeah, so I just never, yeah, never was uh, that big into, uh, and, but then the Dallas Cowboys came along and then was kind of like, hey, let's, uh, yep, let's support our Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Even though we live in Oklahoma. Even though we live in Oklahoma. That's all right. So, yeah. So, real quick, going through the 1970s, and this is just a lot of stuff you guys can, you know, look up. But 1970, Kansas City, like we said, beat Minnesota 23-7 in New Orleans. New Orleans. And then we had Baltimore beat Dallas. Dallas beat Miami. In 73, Miami beat Washington. 74, Miami beat Minnesota. 75, Pittsburgh beat Minnesota. Uh, and then 76 was the uh, great game with Pittsburgh uh, beating Dallas. Then 77 was Oakland and Minnesota. Then Dallas came back and won in 78 over Denver. And then the big game in 79 again was Pittsburgh and Dallas with Pittsburgh barely winning that game. Both those Pittsburgh-Dallas uh, games were close. Yeah. The seven, the Super Bowl 10 and 76 was 21-17, to 17, and then the uh, – 13 Super Bowl 13 was 35 31 but Steelers won both of those. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the the uh, so so growing up being a Dallas fan and watching Roger Staubach, his big deal was always coming back at the end of the game mm-hmm. and, and winning at the very very end of the game. Come come back, captain. I think they called him. Uh, yeah, so so they came back and got thirty five thirty one in that seventy nine Super Bowl and almost almost made it back. But uh, real quick, going back to a little bit. So a lot of things happened with the NFL and Super Bowls in the seventies. Um, again, the Super Bowl was originally known as the NFL-AFL A- World Championship Game, and they were kind of tossing around the name Super Bowl in the late 60s, and it did not become officially recognized until the merger of the NFL and the AFL in 1970. So you can thank the 1970s for the word Super Bowl. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, since 1971... Uh, the year after the NFL and AFL merged, the game has matched the National Football Conference champion against the American Football Conference champion. So that's been uh, ever since the 1971. So there's two leagues. There's two leagues. Yeah. And how do they? How do they? Uh, how do yeah, they figure out who goes I, on what yeah, league? That I've never figured out. I don't and know. It's if, not by region. No. Yeah. That I don't know. That's a good question. I've never delved into how you get into one. Someone let us know. Like if somebody, when's the last time we had a new franchise in football? I can't even, I know some of them changed names and moved cities, but. Is Dallas the last one, the new one? Oh, no, I think we've got no, because like. Oh, like the Titans. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I don't know if though, I can't even, I'm so out of NFL. I don't know yeah. if even the Titans are. They could be the Oilers, for all I know. I mean, oh. which is, for some reason I'm thinking they might be. Um, Oilers were Houston, weren't they? They were, yeah. But then I think they became the Titans, and then somebody else came oh. along and went back down to the Houston Texans. Well. But I don't. I don't think the Texans are the Oilers. I think the Titans are. The, I think again, this is where you guys scream at the uh, the podcast uh, and say you guys don't know anything about sports. Well, I've been you're right. Out, we don't. I, again, I've been out of the NFL thing, so I don't know. But I don't know. I can't think of when the last time a brand new. And I don't know if you can bring. Can you just bring in one franchise, or do you have to bring in two to keep know. everything even? even? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I don't know when the last time. But anyway. In the 70s, it didn't matter because we just had our teams and that was it. Nobody yeah. really changed anything. Yeah. Everybody just kind of went along. Uh, yeah, so the Cowboys were in half of the Super Bowls in the 70s. Well, in the 70s, the three franchises, Cowboys, the Dolphins, and the Pittsburgh Steelers were in almost all of them. Yeah. I mean, they literally dominated the 1970s. So, uh, And I think that was what kind of made it – well, for us, it made it cool because our what we would consider our whole t- home team was, mm-hmm. you know, at least always vying or uh, in contention to get to the Super Bowl. If not, yeah, I don't think there was a Super Bowl without one of those three teams. Well, I it. think they won one of those three teams won eight of ten, I believe, of this in the seventies of the Super Bowls. Yeah, Oakland won in seventy seven. And Baltimore won in seventy one. Well, and Kansas City won in seventy. So. Um, other than that, they won all the rest of them. Oh. One of those three. Huh. But so for some reason, there was never a huge Miami Dolphins. Not like the Patriots of the yeah, of recent yeah. past. Yeah, there just wasn't a big rivalry. They just they beat people, um, but there was no there was no rivalry like the Steelers and Dallas. Right. Um, the Steelers defeated the Rams. 
they won four championships in six years, which in the 70s, they were the only team to ever do that in the 70s. They um, – The Steelers? They, they won the Super Bowls? Steelers. Won, they won four championships in six years. Now, may, now, one of them may have been in the 80s. It may not have been um, – let's see, one, two, three. Yeah, one of them must have been in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. But they most won, three, they three of them were in the 70s Yeah, out of that. Yeah, 75, 76, and 79. Yeah. So um, now this I didn't know. A couple of things I didn't know um, about Super Bowls. I didn't know that like on even years, the uh, one of the two gets home field advantage, and then on the odd years, the other – league gets home field advantage what do you mean well they don't play in their home fields oh no 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 i don't think a super bowl's ever been played on somebody's home field so how do you get home field advantage if neither one of you are from there the odd or even year that's what i'm saying is so but, so, you're, but you're not playing on your field though no but somebody's got to be the home team oh oh, 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 when, oh. so to wear your colors somebody, oh, somebody's got to okay. be the home team so they switch it with one league is odd years and one league is Oh. Even years, which I didn't know, oh. I had I had no idea. So that, but that's how they do that. And then, um, since Super Bowl, what was that, thirteen in January '79, the home team is given the choice of wearing their colored white jerseys or their colored or white jerseys, um, and that's kind of a big deal. You don't want to wear your white jerseys. You usually want to wear your colors. Hmm. And so, uh, anyway, so that came about in the '70s as well. Hmm. Hmm. Um, again, like we said, uh, Dallas was known as America's team. To me, I've seen a lot of lists with the greatest players from the uh, Dallas team in the 70s, and they've got a couple of them have some other players uh, at number one. To me, it, Roger Staubach. I mean, yeah. uh, now he, and I'm, yeah. I believe he won the Heisman Trophy at Navy, right? Mm, possibly. Anyway. Um, he played for the Cowboys from 69 to 79. In nine season, uh, he was the undisputed starter for the Dallas Cowboys, played in four Super Bowls, six NFC Championship games, and six NFC Eastern crowns uh, while winning four NFL passing titles and scrambling for 2,264 2, yards and 20 touchdowns so he could not only throw but he was a scrambler for a Mm -hmm. for a homeboy now he never played for any other pro team right no no he He was was always a cowboy always a cowboy um and then i think in 79 is when i don't know if he got injured for some reason they put danny white in and then danny white took over Mm. and then here's a we're going to jump out of the 70s real quick but a lot of people, if you if you look at some lists and they say who was the greatest Dallas Cowboy player of all time, guess who a lot of people name? Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman from, from Oklahoma. OSU, wasn't it? Oh, well, he played at OU for a year, less than a year. Broke his leg, decided to transfer UCLA, and so he ended up playing at UCLA. Huh. But he's from um, poop. I just forgot it. Some little town here in Oklahoma. Hmm. Yeah. So Troy Aikman from Oklahoma, always always in. A, Oklahoma connection. Everything yeah. in the world. With a, with a broken leg. <laughs> with a broken leg. Yeah. Greatest cowboy of all time right here. So, Apparently it healed. Uh, so some other names real quick. Uh, Randy White, Tony Dorsett, Drew Pearson. I mean, these are guys that we knew 
I mean, we knew these guys. Yeah. Uh, Ed Tutal Jones, Charlie Waters, Harvey Martin. God, Harvey was a big dude. Danny White, Tony Hill, Walt Garrison, Billy Joe Dupree. I believe Billy Joe might have played at OU. Uh, Robert Newhouse. Those are some of the big cowboy names from the 70s. Uh, Roger the Dodger was uh, actually Roger's nickname. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He retired as the NFL's all-time leading passer, 83.4 rating, and was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1985. Is he still around? Or he? I think he's still alive. Huh. I say that, but I can't. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, look real quick. Uh, real quick on the Steelers in the 70s, big names. There was Terry Bradshaw, Mean Joe Green, Franco Harris. God, I love Franco Harris. Now I actually liked a lot of the players on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Lynn Swan, Elsie Greenwood, Rocky Blyer, Jack Lambert, Mel Blunt, Jack Ham, and John Stallworth. So, uh, so what you know. The thing about this podcast is we're telling you the teams and the names that we remember. Right. I'm sure some of you that were on the East and West Coast and in different parts, you know, Florida or whatever, you guys probably grew up with a whole – I don't even – you may not have even known a lot of these guys. I think you did because they were – so many of them were in the Super Bowl. Right. But uh, – so those were the guys that we grew up with. And when we were out playing kill the man with a ball, you know, you were wanting to be one of those guys. Yeah. Roger's still alive. Oh, well, good. 77. Good deal. Um, MVPs real quick of the Super Bowls from the 1970s. We got Lynn Dawson. Now, what did Lynn? Lynn went on to do something on TV. I can't remember what he went on to do. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, He was a QB, uh, Kansas City, <laughs> passed for 142 yards and one touchdown in his Super Bowl. Then there was Chuck Howley from Dallas. There was Roger Staubach from Dallas in the next Super Bowl, the next Super Bowl. Uh, Jake Scott from Miami and uh, Larry Zonka from Miami. Zonka. The, Zonka from the next year. Then we get into the Pittsburgh winning and it was Franco Harris one year, Lynn Swan the next year, uh, Fred Bolitnikoff with Oakland in uh, Super Bowl eleven, and then 12 was Harvey Martin and Danny White too, both of them. The defense, defense, on Dallas is what won them that game. And then the uh, what we're going to talk about here pretty soon, what a lot of people consider the greatest Super Bowl game of all time, Super Bowl thirteen, uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers versus Dallas. Terry Bradshaw was MVP, quarterback, 318 passing yards and four touchdowns in that game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he still cracks me up. I love watching him. Yeah, he's still cooking on. He's funny. He's on TV shows, commercials. There's no stopping that guy. He is. He's a cruiser. He's funny. He lives in Oklahoma, too. Does he? he? Yeah, he's got a farm. He's got a ranch. Uh, blah, 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 Seems blah. like I knew that. Yeah, it's down. Yeah, he's in Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, we need to go talk to him. Look him up. I bet he, he, you probably could. You could probably go knock on his dang door. I would not doubt it. Um. Real quick, nineteen, uh, and then this is just a, a side thing. Nineteen seventy-two Dolphins. I believe to this day. Now again, I haven't been keeping up with everybody's records, but I think even today, the nineteen seventy-two Dolphins are the only NFL team to ever win the Super Bowl and have a perfect season. They went undefeated under John, Don Shula. Um, notable players were Bob Greasy, Earl Morrill. Larry Zonka, they went 14-0 and in the regular season, won all three of their postseason games, including the Super Bowl, which was uh, Super Bowl seven, and uh, or no, yeah, and they beat the Washington Redskins 17 
Oh, no, they ended their season 17-0. and The only ones to ever go 17-0. and Some teams have made it – I can't remember what team it was not too long ago – made it undefeated through the season and then lost the Super Bowl. Nah. So, um, which kept the Dolphins' record intact. And I believe it. Uh, I believe it's still a, a record today, and which is crazy. After all these years, nobody's gone completely undefeated. Kind of crazy. He's got a back to Terry Bradshaw. He's got a 744 acre ranch, Thackerville. Oh, Thackerville. I want to be down there. I say that's South Oklahoma, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's right there on the. Well, it's where the Windstar is. It's right there on the border. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice digs. Oh, it's got pictures. Uh, another uh, little bit of information from the Super Bowls in the 70s. The Miami Dolphins hold the record, unfortunately, for the fewest <laughs> points scored in a Super Bowl. In 1972, they lost to Dallas 24-3. to Now, since then, another team has only scored three points. So there's only been two teams in Super Bowl history that haven't scored a touchdown. You figure if you got to the Super Bowl, you ought to be able to score. Yeah, and I can't points. remember who it was. Um, it was just a couple years ago. Uh, but anyway, in the 70s, uh, Miami was the only team to not score a touchdown in a Super Bowl. Well, it's because they lost to the – because they played the Cowboys. That's why. Yeah. Uh, most of the – well, I'll go with that. Uh, the coldest Super Bowl in history took place in New Orleans in the 70s. <laughs> uh, they usually play in those warm places, so it's not an issue. But. Yeah, that's – literally, almost all the Super Bowls have been played in the same – places yeah um the dallas cowboys and the miami dolphins battled in 39 degree temps in tulane stadium during the 72 matchup well that's why they only scored three points maybe so they had cold fingers <laughs> so so real quick i'll run through the the locations of the super bowls in the 70s starting with 1970 new orleans mm-hmm. miami new orleans los angeles houston new orleans miami pasadena new orleans miami warm places yeah because back in the day, every stadium was open. Yeah. There was no 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 roofs. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Until the it's, Superdome. I say now almost all stadiums have some type of yeah. closure. So that was uh, the Super the 78 uh, Super Bowl was at the Superdome in New Orleans. So would that have been the first Super Bowl at the Superdome, I wonder? Uh, I don't guessing. know. Maybe so. Must have been. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that may have been the first Super Bowl with a roof. Maybe so, which would have been in the 70s. In the 70s, back Lots then. of stuff happened in the 70s. Uh, and like I said, there's a – I've looked up a lot of things, and I type in, you know, most – best Super Bowl ever, blah, blah, blah. A lot, a lot of lists list the uh, Super Bowl 13 Pittsburgh Steelers against the Dallas Cowboys in 1979 as the greatest – Super Bowl of all time. Uh, I've got some information on it. Uh, of course, like we said, the Steelers won 35 over the Cowboys, who scored 31. Bradshaw was named the MVP, completed 17 of 30 passes for a Super Bowl record at the time, 318 yards, four touchdowns. Um, he eclipsed Bart Starr's Super Bowl record for passing yards in the first half with 253 yards in one half. Um all kinds of other stuff. The The Cowboys kept it close, but they were trailing, um, and then Roger started a comeback. Captain uh, comeback. A little bit too too late for them to catch up. Um, Chuck Knoll was the uh, Pittsburgh Steeler. 
Coach and Tom Landry, who I'm trying to think. I don't know the exact years of Tom Landry being coach of the Cowboys, but it may have been almost all of the 70s. I think it was. Could, could have been. Um, and that's, again, that's why I liked the NFL back then, because once you had your team, that was your team until somebody retired or, you know, died or something. Yeah, he had that, he always wore that dang hat. Oh, yeah, his fedora. Fedora? Fedora. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, yeah, the collection of people that were in that, uh, a lot of people, 16 players from that game ended up, were voted into the Pro Bowl, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 16 Hall of Fame players played in the game, including Bradshaw Harris, Shell, Swan, Stallworth, Webster, Green, Lambert, Ham, Blunt. Uh, six were Dallas players, Staubach, Dorsett, Harris, White, Wright, and Jackie Smith. Um, Tom Landry was the first head coach of Dallas. Oh, so it was, yeah. And he held that position for 29 seasons. 29, wow. So he did the 70s and the 80s and most of the 90s. Well, well I kind of remember him. So, so Jimmy Johnson took over. Uh-huh. So Jerry Jones bought the team. Right. Okay, so here – so. So Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys, right. hired Jimmy Johnson right. to coach the team. Right. I believe, I can't remember if Troy Eggman was playing at that time or not. He may have been. But, so Jerry Jones and Johnson went to Arkansas together right. and roomed with a guy named, last name Gilbo, who is Jason Gilbo, who when we talk about playing with our gang on West Broadway were the Gilbos. So, and then their their fourth buddy was a guy named Barry Switzer. Mm-hmm. So Barry Switzer. I remember that guy. Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones, and um, why can't I think of his first name, Gilbo. Um, those four guys were buddies at Arkansas and all played football, and then some of them became assistant coaches at Arkansas, but they all stayed in touch. And so growing up in the 70s, we would go to Gilbo's house – and there'd be pictures of Barry Switzer all over the place because they were, you know, best friends. So Barry and every now and then Barry and his kids would come to Enid, go to the Gilbo's you know, like house. Candid pictures, like you know, not uh, like, yeah, family pictures. Yeah. yeah, not yeah, yeah. I mean, just regular pictures. And so, um, where was I going with that? Um, so Jimmy Johnson ended up coaching the Oklahoma State Cowboys when I was going to school there in '84, mm-hmm. and I worked for the athletic department, so I got to see Jimmy Johnson coaching. Every day, you know, he down there screaming and yelling at the team. And but then it's just funny that Jerry Jones bought the team, part of that Arkansas crowd. Then he went on to coach. And anyway, <laughs> so again, it all ties back to Oklahoma, That's right. and that all that ties back to Enid there. Exactly, Jason. Um, Barry Switzer. I'm trying to think. I think Barry Switzer is the reason Gilbo ended up in Enid. Barry Switzer, I think, got Gilbo, Jason Gilbo's dad, the job in Enid. And that's how he ended yeah, up. Yeah, we here. talked about that. Here yeah, well. we talked about that the other day. So anyway, there's there's more. We got all kinds of six connections. degrees of separation between exactly Curtis and I and the Super Bowl right there. Yeah, not even six degrees, like three degrees. Exactly. By God, um, general manager of the Cowboys uh, in '79 was Tex Schramm, and um, the point spread for the uh, 13th Super Bowl, the Pittsburgh and Dallas game. The uh, Pittsburgh was minus. Three and a half points. Uh oh. Uh huh. As the Steelers uh, 
That's close. Place Bex, yeah. Um, da, 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 da. It eventually hit Pittsburgh minus four and a half, and then Dallas money poured in the Cowboys. It eventually settled at Pittsburgh at minus four. The Steelers' four-point eventual margin of victory meant that Las Vegas Sportsbooks lost the vast majority of wages on that game. Yeeks. Yeah. So, um, so they, they, it actually was called Black Sunday in Las Vegas because of that. <laughs> that last touchdown by the Cowboys. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's amazing how close they, they can book those. I, yeah. It, sometimes it makes you scratch your head. Like, uh, hey, it's now. like, hey, now. Yeah. So that, uh, yeah, so there, a lot of people consider that 1979 greatest Super Bowl at this point of all time. So, and I remember watching, I watched, I think I watched, I probably watched from 75 to 80, even in the 80s, I was watching Super Bowls. And, but then it kind of all started, and then you get in college and, blah, 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 and then I kind of. Yeah, my mom actually got me into watching football. Oh, really? Yeah. She was, was, she a, was she a Dallas fan? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and see, when growing up, I didn't know any Kansas City fans. I now I know a lot of people uh, cheered for the Red, the uh, Cardinals, Kansas City. Uh, but St. Louis was kind of close, yeah. Yeah, in St. Louis, uh, and the, uh, yeah, who was I? Um, the Kansas City baseball team, uh, Royals, oh. the Royals. Oh, Royals. Um, but uh, nobody was really a big Chiefs fan. Almost everybody that I knew was a Dallas Cowboy fan. Yeah. So uh, yeah. It was kind of cool to see the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl this year. Whether they win or not, I don't know. That's the first time since 1970? 1970. So that's 50 years? So now, so there, there's, I can't remember all the teams that have never, the Browns is one. There's, there's a few teams that have never been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. But of the teams that have been to a Super Bowl, I believe now the Jets have the longest streak of not being back to the Super Bowl. And I think it's... <laughs> Maybe fifty one, forty nine. Somewhere in there, it's been it's been a while. Huh. Maybe fifty one years. I don't know. Anyway, so um, okay. So nowadays, a big part of the Super Bowl is the halftime shows. Halftime show. Not so much in the not 70s. so much in the seventies. They sucked. I uh, was watching a few uh, when you came in earlier. I was did like, we even watch them? I wonder. There I was can't. nothing to. There was nothing to watch. I was gonna say. I think we. I think, yeah, you probably went outside and played football during the halftime show. Right, right, or, you know, got your snacks or whatever. I mean, they didn't start doing anything really at all. I mean, they didn't have a big-name person do anything until late. Uh, uh, late but in 73, Andy Williams got up and sang a couple songs. But that was just him with a microphone on the field while the band was marching around. He sang two songs, uh, People and uh, uh, what was it? <laughs> Marmalade, Molasses, and Honey. Goofiest song. Oh. And, so, and he was just standing there. There was, there was no production uh, other than the marching bands. Well, the marching bands were cool, but they didn't really start getting fancy. One big name until even what, 2000s? Uh, yeah, and it was Michael Jackson. Now, my, Back in the, supposedly Michael Jackson's halftime show was viewed by more people than the actual Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And that was 90. When was that? It was, way in, it was way later in the 70s. Yeah. But they, they started getting a little fancy uh, in 76 with Up With People. You remember that group? Oh, yeah. And now, Up With People did it several times in the 70s. Yeah. And, and then Disney came along and started doing stuff. But um, I'm thinking the 78 Super Bowl, which would have been Super Bowl 12. Uh-huh. Um, I think that was the first halftime show at night. Oh, really? 
because the uh, and I'm assuming it they did it because they Disney did their Main Street electric parade, you know, all the fancy flashy lights and stuff, uh-huh. and it just wouldn't have worked during the day. But the next year it was during the day, and they they started getting they started getting splashy and stuff, but nothing like today at all. It was. Yeah, so so we'll go all the way back to 1970, and we're going to tie back into Enid, Oklahoma again. So the 19, 70 Super Bowl? Yeah, 1970 Super Bowl was a tribute to Mardi Gras because the Super Bowl was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Some of the performers were a lot of the jazz greats back in the 70s. One of the guys was a guy named Doc Severinsen. Yeah. Doc played on the Johnny Carson show. Well, right. guess who is his best buddy that played the horn? Um. It was my dentist from here in Enid. Um, oh, oh um, yeah. Um, um, uh, <coughs> why did I just forget his name? Yeah. Anyway, my dentist as a child in Enid, Oklahoma, was a world-famous horn player, trumpet player, that played with Doc Severinsen. He would leave Enid and go play with Doc Severinsen. Now, he I don't think he played at the Super Bowl, but he was good friends with Doc Severinsen. Um, now, there was a trumpet player. Other than Doc Severinsen that played in the Super Bowl uh, uh, halftime show in 1970. Why can't I think of his name? Golly. Anyway, I'll think of it here in a minute. So, so that ha- was not Hampton, is it? No. Hurt. Nope. Okay. Um, I'll think of it in a minute. But he was my dentist. Um, Marguerite Piazza. No. <laughs> Uh, then he didn't play the Super Bowl halftime show in the 70s. Listen to this exciting halftime show. In 1971, in uh, Miami, it was the Southeast Missouri State Marching Band. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. They Holy had, moly. They, and they had high school bands march. The question is, how did they get picked? I, Southeast Missouri State Marching Band. How did they get to do the Super Bowl, I wonder? I don't know. Maybe it was a lottery or something. I wonder something. if they won a marching contest or something. Must have been. I mean, they were impressive, you know, for what they did, but... Yeah. Nothing. Get on YouTube and just, you won't want to spend a lot of time, but just. Check makes, them out. Yeah. And it, it makes you appreciate the production. The shows that they value. have now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the entertainers now, they don't make money at this. They don't get paid to do the Super Bowl like Madonna. And, well, but, yeah, they don't make direct money, but they make. Oh, sure. It, I mean, they become pretty. If you do the halftime show, you, you're you're either a really big name at the time or it, it, it kind of. You got an album coming out. Get or, you, yeah, it, it gives yeah. you a lot of publicity. Now, the the, the, the uh, Super Bowl does pay for everything. Uh, they don't give them a salary. It, it pays for their production. It pays for, uh, uh, you know, the people that, that do the work. But the artists themselves don't make – they don't get a check from the NFL, which I found kind of strange. And is – I think the NFL is a nonprofit. What I think I think the NFL check look that up real quick. I think the NFL is a nonprofit organization. Um, I think why did I why did I why do I think that anyway? Seventy two was a tribute a salute to Louis Armstrong. Had Ella Fitzgerald, Carol Channing, uh, a lot of other some drill teams and stuff. In seventy three, the theme was happiness is. Remember those little happiness is cartoons? Mm-hmm. The naked little male and naked little female holding hands all the time. Well, that's what naked little people do. Yeah. The you let's see, University of Michigan marching band and Woody Herman and Andy Williams. Um, yeah, you you uh, are sort of right. Uh, up until 2015, the, oh really? Uh, they were a uh, was an unincorporated nonprofit association, a oh. 501c6. What are they today? Does it I'm say? sure they're for profit. Oh. Hmm. So. Uh, what other, there was another one. Why did I think, 
performers, uh, da, 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 Los Angeles, I th- up with people. I thought, and it must maybe it was in the '80s or something. What's that? Um, one of the Super Bowls, the um, United States Air Force Tops and Blue were the performers. And so the cool thing about Tops and Blue, and I don't think they performed in the '70s. For some reason, I thought they did, but it must have been in the '80s. But again, they were a traveling. United States Air Force Band, and they came to Enid every year. They disbanded about three or four years ago. They yeah. finally kind of got rid of them, but um, really, so I'd go see them every year that they'd come to Enid. They'd come to Enid because we have a, a training base, Air Force training base here yeah, in Enid, I think, Oklahoma. I think you're right. Uh, I don't know why I thought they were did one in the 70s, well, but I'm not finding them, so it must have been in the 80s. I must have been looking, but anyway, just, uh, you yeah. know. Always, always tying things back into Oklahoma. <laughs> Everything rotates around Enid, Oklahoma. Yes, it does. Um, and Enid, Oklahoma rotates around us. It rotates around the '70s Buzz <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Bye, Gabby. So that I think that kind of covers. Uh, unless you got a lot of extra stuff over there, kind of what I remember um, of. Uh, again, I don't know that we ever really sat down and watched. Any football game, if the Dallas Cowboys weren't playing, I don't even know if they were on TV in, in our area. I, I'm, ass, I'm assuming oh, sure, there, yeah. there might have been some games. You know why they use Noman Rumels instead of year? Why? Because the uh, the football uh, season laps into the next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the 1970 Super Bowl is actually for all the games played in 69. Exactly, yeah. Which I'm sure, you know, most people understand that. But, uh yeah, so um, anyway, uh, probably give Pittsburgh n- no longer now with Patriots and all the other teams that are conquering football. But back in the day, in the 1970s, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were the go-to best NFL team, and America's team was our very own Dallas Cowboys. So this Super Bowl, which will be in 2020, um, it's Kansas City and – and the uh, San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. By golly. And I know nothing. I couldn't tell you one player, one coach, anybody <laughs> on the 49ers. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of. So our very own Oklahoma Heisman Trophy winner from uh, not this last year, but the year before, plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Um, what's his name? Um, doesn't he? Um, As a quarterback? Yeah, the short guy um, that was going to go play baseball. Um, oh. But decided to – why can't I think of his name? Doggone it. <laughs> um, I think he plays for the Chiefs. Um, I, if I, I could I, think of his name, I'd look it up. But um, uh, We'll, we'll d- look d- up d- Kansas City Chief quarterback. Well, but Mahomes is the quarterback. And so I keep wondering what happened to our guy because I thought he was playing for a while. But I don't. I, so he. I think he's the backup quarterback now. Oh. I don't think he's like the starting quarterback. Oh. Wow. But I think he. I think he's played. Um, huh. You know what else I noticed back in the seventies? They were all in January, all the Super Bowls. Yeah. And they were all in the first two weeks almost. Now it's like one Super Bowl this year is it February or March sometime? I think it. Yeah, I read some. I did read somewhere where it's gotten longer because they've added a week to. I think for <laughs> hype, 
Oh, somewhere yeah. several years back, they added an extra week, which has kind of started throwing it into February sometimes. So people can, you know, uh, they can hype, you know, hype it up and sell more stuff. And and you got to have permission to use the term the term Super Bowl. Oh yeah, it's a uh, trademarked yeah, and they yeah. will they will yeah. they'll get you. Yeah, you got to use terms like the big game or something like that because yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and um, the. I guess he's not. I'm not sure what team he went to. Um, yeah, people are screaming. They're like, no, he didn't. He went to, where did he go? Uh, maybe he went to St. Louis. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Probably went to St. Louis. Because when you live in Oklahoma, St. Louis, Kansas City, you know, it's always, it, they're both right over there. So, Hey, Alexa, who's um, the quarterback for St. Louis Cardinals? No, well, that's funny. It's not the Saint. It's not the St. Louis Cardinals anymore. <laughs> Alexa, stop! Oh my God, I can't. I don't even know what they're called. Does St. Louis even have a football team? <laughs> People are laughing their butts off. I have no idea. Yeah, well, the other night when you suggested doing a the St. Louis Ram, are they? Are they the Rams? Are they the Rams now? I thought it was the San Francisco Rams, or maybe the Portland Warriors. It was the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, hell, I don't so when you suggested doing the Super Bowl, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> well, no, I didn't, I, was, I didn't think we could get in trouble. But now, see, I've gone off script from the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> and I'm trying to OU quarterbacks playing uh, in the we're NFL. Gonna we're going to wait. we got to know. we got to yeah, know. Got, why can't I think of his name? Uh, God, it's not even showing him. Um, can you just not Google OU quarterbacks? Well, I Googled – OU quarterbacks playing in the NFL, and it showed everybody but him. Kyler Murray. Murray. Kyler Murray. Who's he playing for? Um, it doesn't say. It's not the Browns, because that's the other guy. No, it's that's Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Um, um, who was Kyler? Oh, so I'll go back and <laughs> – You guys, play along with me here for a sec. Kyler Murray is quarterback for who? Uh, da, 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 da. Arizona Cardinals. Okay, so it is a Cardinals. Yeah. It's just not St. Louis. It's Arizona. No, I was thinking it was the Chiefs. Okay, so it's the Cardinals. Okay, yeah. so it was a Cardinals. I knew it was one of those two. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Boy, that that was a rent. Where'd we get? We could chop that whole end off and not even have to put up with it. But we're going to leave it on there. Just for you guys that like to scream and holler at us because uh, we've lost our we've lost our ever-loving minds doing Mind. this show. Lost it. You never had it. Okay. I guess we better get out of here. Let's go. We've caused them to scream and yell. <laughs> uh, we hope we didn't bore you too bad with the uh, Super Bowl episode. But uh, Go buy T-shirts. So anyway, you guys, uh, email, text, message, whatever, 580-541-3805 or buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. You can email us there. Let us know who you grow up. In the 70s, what uh, football team you grew up watching, what your favorite Super Bowl was, what, who your favorite uh, football player was. We'll try to mention that. Does Canada have a Super Bowl? Uh, not a – well, of course they can't have a Super Bowl. They do have a, a game. I don't know what it's called. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. There's a whole Canadian football whole Canadian league. league? Yeah. The Canucks. Oh. The, the Canuck League. Do they have like a two separate thing like the NFL, AFL – I don't know, but their their fields are like bigger. Canadian football fields are like wider, I think. Really? Yeah. So it's a it's a little, it's slightly different. Oh, cool. Yeah. So and so, I think Rusty Hilger, who recently passed away, 
from OSU, OSU oh. quarterback who was there under Jimmy Johnson when mm-hmm. I was there, recently passed away. I think he played um, Canadian football for a while. Oh. So, cool. and who's our guy up in Canada? Um, yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah, we've. I, yeah. Hit it, let us know about the Canadian football league, what, yeah. the, what the big game's called. I don't yeah. know. We could look it up, but we're not going to. We're going to get out of here. You guys go uh, leave us a uh, comment about what knuckleheads we are when it comes to sports. Yeah. Or, uh, and remember, subscribe and go buy T-shirts. Yeah, subscribe. Go to BC Merc. That'd be short for Bottle Caps Mercantile, which you could go to that as well.com and buy your 70s Buzz podcast T-shirt. Take a picture. Put it on social media, tag us, and we're going to give you a big shout-out. Woohoo! Guess we're going to get out of here. Cheerator! See ya!